This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. If you'd like to receive the Tiny Leaps Digest, a weekly newsletter containing the best personal development content from all across the web, and by the way, it is releasing tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can get it by texting the word TINY to 38470 right now. Once you do, it'll ask you for your email address. Go ahead and enter it, and I will see you in your inbox. In this episode, I talk about three hard things about doing hard things. Turn your radio up and get ready, because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Today's song is Freak Out by Skylar, and I chose it because it takes some old school synthesizers, the type you used to hear in 70s and 80s electro music, and turns it into a modern dance track filled with energy. Check out the artist and let's jump into the show. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've never read the book, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Frankly, I just really like the title. So don't take this episode as any kind of review or recommendation of the book. With that said, if you decide to check it out, let me know if it's worth picking up. I really always look for new books, so let me know. Okay, so then what is this episode about? Well, it's about hard things. It's about the things we all know we need to do, but don't. In this episode, I want to share three hard things about hard things. That is, three reasons we don't do the things we know we need to do most and what we can do about that. So number one, when we don't want to do something, we view it from a negative perspective perspective. What this means is simply that if you don't want to do something for whatever reason, you tend to focus on the potential negatives of it rather than the positives. This focus causes you to procrastinate on the thing even longer, and that becomes a cycle that reinforces itself. For example, let's say you don't want to go running. When you think about going for that run, you will likely think about it being hard to breathe or your legs hurting or how long it'll be or how far you'll be or that it's cold outside, etc., etc., etc. If you don't want to eat a salad for lunch, you'll likely think about how cold and slimy it is or that your dressing tastes bad or that it isn't filling enough. When you don't want to do something, you only see the negatives of it. So when this happens, the only way to deal with it is to consciously force yourself to look at the positives. Now, it's easy for your brain to think about how painful that run will be, but you have to force it to think about how good you felt after your last run. It's easy to think about that gross salad, but you have to force yourself to think about the extra energy healthy eating can give you. 
The only way to tackle this one is to force your mind to think about the potential positives. So number two, doing something you know you need to do often isn't convenient. And frankly, I think that title is pretty self-explanatory. So let's go back to that running example. You're training for your first 5K. You know you need to go out and run a mile today, but you just can't get yourself up and out the door. What about those invoices you need to send or that email you should respond to? What if you get into trouble because you took a slightly longer lunch and you really should get some work done on that project you've been working on? Here's the thing. It's never going to be convenient. Now, that doesn't mean that you should force yourself if things really are piling up or if it's crappy outside. But it does mean that you need to be conscious of the excuses you make in your mind. Is it really that cold out or will you just need to wear long sleeves? Does your boss really care if you're five or ten minutes longer at lunch? Does that project really need to get done right this second? Isn't it due in a week? The only way we do the things we need to do is if we make time for them. Stop worrying about convenience and start planning your day around the things that you know you should do but don't necessarily want to. And number three, even when you do the things you know you should do, it's difficult to see the result. Unfortunately, going for a run doesn't immediately result in stronger lungs and lost weight. Unfortunately, meditating doesn't immediately turn you into a Zen master with increased productivity. And unfortunately, eating a salad doesn't immediately drop the pounds. The hard thing about hard things is that it requires both the willingness to do it and the patience to keep showing up. Far more people would be in shape if it just required to show up once, but that's not how the world works. In order for this to work out for you, you've got to show up today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and then all the days after that. You've got to show up in every possible moment that there is to show up. And the really crappy part is that in many cases, you still won't be able to notice the difference until one day you pick your head up from the grind and realize that you've done the thing that you've always wanted to do. So I'll end with this. There's a reason that these things are hard. There's a reason that not everyone has what you are trying to get. But the hard thing about hard things is that they are hard. That sounds like a silly sentence, but it's true. In our current culture of Instagram selfies and curated lifestyles, I think many of us have forgotten that it's really difficult to get six-pack abs, and it's really difficult to start a business, and it's really difficult to eat properly, and it's really difficult to be in a relationship. These things are inherently hard, and that's why most people fail. If you can understand that and approach your day-to-day life with the knowledge that what you are trying to do is actually a very hard thing to do, I think it'll make it easier to forgive yourself when you fail. And I think it'll make it easier to keep yourself back on track. Show notes for this episode are available at www.gregclunas.com as well as any resources or book recommendations that I have for you. So head over to www.gregclunas.com right now and check those out. That's it for episode 77. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to leave a rating, a review, and to hit subscribe. 
If you'd like to receive the Tiny Leaps Digest, a weekly newsletter that goes out tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern, and it contains the best personal development content from all across the web, you can get it by texting the word TINY to 38470 right now. That is T-I-N-Y to 38470. Once you do, it'll ask you for your email address. Go ahead and enter it, and I will see you in your inbox. Until tomorrow... I've been Greg Clunas, and remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.